Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Sex abuse case against him. I'm Megan Cloherty. Virginia lawmakers agreed to label fentanyl a weapon of terrorism. I'm Nick Ainelli. A Virginia bill aimed at alerting schools of employee arrests makes its way to the governor's desk. I'm Melissa Howell. After a failed QB experiment, Carson Wentz is gone. It's midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Severe weather is causing problems from coast to coast, says CBS's Omar Villafranca. At least seven tornadoes touched down in Oklahoma Sunday, the most for any day in February, and two more in Kansas. The system also brought twisters to Illinois and Ohio. In the West, California is cleaning up after historic winter weather triggered landslides over the weekend. Parts of Los Angeles County saw more than 10 inches of rain. A winter storm warning is posted from New Jersey to Maine. More than half a foot of snow could fall in some areas. The most consequential legal ruling on abortion rights since Roe v. Wade was overturned could affect 40 million women nationwide. CBS's Meg Oliver has more on that. The decision is now in the hands of a Trump-appointed federal judge. If there is a nationwide injunction, uh, then the drug used for medication abortions will be off market in all 50 states, uh, at least during the period where the injunction is in force. Patients will still be able to get a medication abortion, even if mifepristone is banned by using the other drug in the combination. An American's been killed in the escalating wave of violence between Israelis and Palestinians in the West Bank. More on that from CBS's Nora O'Donnell. The Israeli-American was reportedly killed by Palestinian gunmen in one of several drive-by shootings over the weekend. Israeli settlers responded by throwing rocks and setting fire to Palestinians' homes killing at least one person. The spokesman for Democratic Senator John Fetterman says he's on the road to recovery. He's been in treatment for depression. He's still got a couple of more weeks to go. Children under 16 are no longer allowed to eat without an adult inside a Chick-fil-A in Royersford, Pennsylvania. KYW's Nikki Dementri says the restriction is posted on the front door. This is a really nice place. Everybody who works here is really nice. If they're having that much of an issue, I 100% support it. The fast food chain writes, it happens when kids are out of school or on the weekend and parents Parents drop them off to hang out at neighboring businesses. Mama four, Allison Bastin, works in the same shopping center. Yeah, there's times where I've had to go outside of my job and say, hey, you guys need to keep down. You can't run back and forth here. You can't bang on the windows. The L.A. Lakers superstar LeBron James will miss Tuesday's game against the Memphis Grizzlies because of a sore foot, and he could be out for weeks. CBS Sports reports James seemed to hurt his foot in the third quarter of Sunday's game against the Mavericks in Dallas. In that game, he led the Lakers to their biggest comeback in 21 years, where they overcame a 27-point deficit to win the game. James scored 26 points, had eight rebounds and three assists. Without James playing, the Lakers have a 5-9 and record. This is CBS News. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. WTOP at 1203. Good Tuesday morning, February 28th, 2023. Any rain you see should end by daybreak 40 to 45 for the low in our nation's capital. Right now, we're looking at 40 degrees straight up. 
good Tuesday morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you this hour. Commander's owner Dan Snodder reportedly wants NFL owners and the league to shield him against future legal liability costs if he sells the team. Now, the Washington Post reports that Snyder's demands include a threat to sue if the conditions are not met. The demand has reportedly angered owners and renewed discussion about the possibility of taking a vote to remove, to remove Snyder from ownership altogether of the commanders if he does not sell the franchise. All this information now coming from the two people familiar, we're told, with the situation who is speaking to the Post. WTOP Sports Director and Commander the beat reporter George Wallace tonight reports the team released a statement late Monday denying the Post story, saying the story posted by the Washington Post regarding the transaction process involving the Washington commanders is simply untrue. Stay tuned. Attorneys for former Catholic Cardinal Theodore McCarrick say his dementia has progressed so far he is unfit to stand trial at this point. Now they're asking a judge in the case to dismiss the case against him. The former Archbishop of Washington, Theodore McCarrick, is now 92 years old and set to stand trial for charges he sexually assaulted a 16-year-old boy in Massachusetts in 1974. The victim alleges McCarrick abused him at his brother's wedding reception at Wellesley College. He's the first to bring criminal charges against the defrocked cardinal, but 14 minors and at least five adults have accused McCarrick of sexual assault, according to bishopaccountability.org. But his attorneys say his cognitive decline is, quote, worsening rapidly, citing a recent neurological exam of McCarrick at the facility where he lives in Missouri. The prosecution told the judge it wants to conduct another competency test. The judge will hear the results in April. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. WTOP at 1205 at EC Med has been found guilty of assaulting a man in northwest D.C. According to prosecutors, 42-year-old Anthony Duncan attacked the man after he says the man directed a sexually suggestive act toward him. The man denied any advance. Prosecutors in the case say that Duncan recorded himself attacking the man and saying a derogatory gay slur as he broke the man's nose and teeth. Duncan faces up to three years in prison when he's sentenced in April. Virginia may soon use tougher language and impose harsher penalties as well in criminal cases involving fentanyl. I'm tired of seeing people die. Republican State Senator Bryce Reeves was one of the lawmakers who pushed for a bill that would officially label fentanyl a weapon of terrorism in Virginia. The dangerous opioid is responsible for scores of overdose deaths. One of them was the fiancé of Reeves's daughter. This has affected more families than you'll ever imagine. It's affected my family. Under the bill, which was passed by the State Senate and House of Delegates, not only would the terrorism language be added, but but the penalty for selling fentanyl would increase by an additional two to ten years in prison. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.06 Tuesday morning. A Virginia bill that will make sure schools are informed of any employee arrest is now awaiting the governor's approval. The bill will ensure police are able to notify schools if a district employee is arrested for a felony or class one misdemeanor. I thought it was very critical that we have all this information regularly updated and published somewhere so that law enforcement can go and look and see where it is they need to send this information. Senator Scott Suravel introduced the bill after a middle school counselor in Fairfax County was convicted of child sex crimes but continued to work at the school. 20 months after his arrest. The email sent from the Chesterfield Police Department about his arrest was never delivered to the school. You know, I think we built a, a really resilient system here, which will make sure that this never happens again. The governor has until April 8th to sign the bill, which would then go into effect in July. 
Melissa Howell, WTOP News. 12.07 Tuesday morning, a man was stabbed on the platform locally at the U Street Metro Station in Northwest D.C. happening Monday afternoon. Metro Transit Police say it all happened around 4.20 in the afternoon, just before the busy evening rush. A man was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Police say the suspect ran away. We'll let you know any additional details as they come our way. We have a sad update. Meantime, on a bad crash we told you about almost a week ago that happened outside the National Zoo. D.C. police now say one of three people critically injured in that crash has died. He was 21-year-old Mohammed Islam from Massachusetts, who was driving a Tesla at the time, one of the four cars involved in the crash that left seven hurt. Police are not providing updates on how the others who were hurt are actually doing right now. Stay tuned. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome into the Midnight Hour, February 28th. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. Time now is 12.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic good weather on the gates and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. It's been a busy uh, ride already on the outer loop of the valley right near the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. The remnants of the crash remain on the left shoulder just waiting in a tow truck to recover the pickup truck that was involved. On the outer loop in Virginia, just past Eisenhower Avenue, crash with response on scene. They've got the right lane blocked, but you get by three lanes left headed toward the merge or the split, I should say, uh, for the local lanes and the through lanes, but again, you get by without delay. Inbound on the Roosevelt Bridge, headed into the district, the exit that takes you toward Independence Avenue southwest, that off-ramp blocked by a disabled vehicle, haven't gotten the all-clear on that as of yet. In northwest, the stretch of Farragut Street closed between 5th and 7th Streets, that as a result of emergency utility work, there's more utility work in southeast, closing 28th Street between Q and Texas Avenue, that as a result of a water main break. So, again, response remains on scene there. Now, over in Potomac, Montrose Road closed each way west of Seven Locks Road near Whitesford Way. That's where a crash occurred, tree down on top of a vehicle. The good news is no serious injury, but, again, that may be closed for a while as a result. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. We are looking at a pretty good look at Tuesday. Cloudy to start, though. Still some wet roads out there, so give yourself a little bit extra time this morning. We will see the clouds uh, decrease and plenty of sunshine late in the day. Look for high temperature in the upper 50s to low 60s for the most part. A little bit cooler north and west. On Wednesday, plenty of sunshine. A great afternoon. Going for a high of 63 in the city. And then on Thursday, it gets even better. Chance of a shower very early in the day, but most of the day dry. Going for a high temperature of 69 degrees. I'm still team four. Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, we're looking at 42 Two degrees in Manassas, 42 at Metro Center, 41 in Frederick, Maryland, 40 straight up and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. This is WTOP News. Where the time now is 1210 on WTOP. Honey News at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. Get an update out from Bloomberg this early morning. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street is trying to come to terms with expectations that interest rates will remain higher for longer. After suffering their worst weekly loss of 2023 last week, stocks began this week with modest gains. The Nasdaq led the way, adding just over half a percent. Even with more of us back in the office and meeting in person again, Zoom video communications is managing to keep itself relevant. 
The company continued to increase its revenue last quarter and is offering a better-than-expected forecast for this quarter. Zoom has been angling to retain and attract new corporate customers by adding new capabilities. Not so fast. The Federal Trade Commission reportedly is preparing to sue to stop Intercontinental Exchange from buying mortgage software maker Black Knight. Political reports the agency believes the deal would give ICE too much power in the mortgage market. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up on WTOP this midnight hour. A special prayer service is held for those whose burials were less than an afterthought for decades. In Bowie, I'm John Doman. Nobody's more proud of what Diamonds Direct offers than our own staff. Our standards are the highest I've ever seen in the business, and I've been in this industry my entire life. Not only do we have the most competitive pricing in the industry, but the whole package that you get with it is incomparable. One thing that always surprises clients is how much further their budget will go with Diamonds Direct. But way beyond value, what we're most proud of is our total commitment to each and every customer. We go above and beyond for our customers so that they feel valued and they know that they're valued. We are really focusing on not making a sale that day. We want to make a friend forever. It doesn't matter what size diamond that you're looking for. We're going to take care of you and we're going to make you feel fabulous. The philosophy to take care of the customer is just amazing. When clients come in, I think what they can feel is our passion. The electricity that you get in here, everybody's happy. It's such a friendly environment. Diamonds direct. And you can feel that energy and that happiness every Every time you step into our showroom. Come see and feel the difference. Your love, our passion. Get directions and store hours at DiamondsDirect.com. Good Tuesday morning, February 28th. Welcome to WTOP. Time now is 1213. This is WTOP News. The number of abandoned graves of those who were enslaved locally found at a buoy church is apparently climbing. At an historic meeting recently, the... Forgotten, finally received some recognition. Brothers and sisters in Christ. An emotional prayer service was held on a damp and dreary afternoon over the weekend. It followed the first meeting between Cardinal Wilton Gregory, Sacred Heart Church, and the descendants of those who are buried on a neglected hillside. To those who survived them, we are trying to make sure that their lives are not lost, but more importantly, that their memories are not lost. During the service, the names of those who are buried there were said out loud. Paying homage to those who came before us. Jeremy Alexander's ancestors were sold to a plantation in Louisiana, but over the years he found his way back to nearby Fulton. I believe the ancestors have brought us back. In Bowie. You know, it's it's been amazing. John Dome in WTOP News. The Senate is considering a resolution to block Washington, D.C.'s criminal code from going into effect. Fox's Mark Meredith is there with details. Senate Republicans are urging Democrats to join them in approving a resolution blocking Washington, D.C.'s new criminal code, which they argue makes the city less safe. The code, approved by D.C. City Council last month, would allow anyone charged with a crime, even misdemeanors, request a jury trial. Mandatory minimum sentences would be barred except for first-degree murder, and those already behind bars may find it easier easier to apply for early release. Supporters say the reforms are years in the making. Now, D.C.'s mayor is urging the Senate to back down, even though she herself is against the new criminal code. In a letter to Senate leaders, Democrat Muriel Bowser writes, quote, I call on all senators who share a commitment to the basic democratic principles of self-determination and local control to vote no. The Metropolitan Police Department of the District of Columbia reports a 40% increase in homicides in 2023 and 111% increase in motor vehicle thefts compared to February of 2022. 
Inflation and rising prices have dealt a major blow to our personal savings these days. The government reports this week that the personal savings rate, which measures money left after our spending and taxes, now stands at 4.7% this morning, well below the pre-pandemic level of 8.8%. CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger this hour says now she thinks is a very good time to reassess your finances and figure out just what you can do to shore up your savings account. If you are consumer debt-free and you're focused on your savings, you establish automatic transfers from your checking into a savings account or a money market account. And once you have that emergency fund back to 6 to 12 months of your expenses, then you can concentrate on retirement. So you could increase what you're contributing through work or maybe open a Roth or a traditional IRA. If you get a tax refund this year, Schlesinger says it's a good idea to use that green to tackle debts or boost savings. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. If you spend more time with your foot on the brake pedal than on the gas pedal, maybe you need to spend more time with us. The WTOP traffic team tells you where the problems are. There's a three-car crash on the Beltway. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th, around the clock. Only on WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-885-8844. 800-885-8844. That's 800-885-8844. WTOP at twelve seventeen. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Good Tuesday morning, February 28th. Let's check it out with Rich Hunter at the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, out of loop of the valley just past Eisenhower Avenue in Alexandria. The crash now confined to the right shoulder. All lanes are open. Out of loop as you approach the Baltimore-Washington Park parkway tow truck was hooking up the vehicle that should be completely cleared in moments but again that's on the left shoulder as well all lanes are open headed into the district inbound on the roosevelt bridge on the ramp to independence avenue southwest that ramp had been blocked by a disabled vehicle uh the through lanes on the roosevelt are open no worries getting on the constitution avenue headed across the mall you're in good shape there as well over in potomac montrose road west of seven locks road near whitesford right way a road shut down in both directions. That as a result of a tree which came down on on top of a vehicle. Again, I believe it was the vehicle that struck the tree. The tree came down on it. But for the moment, Montrose Road is closed each way. The good news in this is that the injuries are not serious. That is good news. Now, over in uh, Fairfax County, Old Yates Ford Road, one of our listeners chimed in. Reopened between Kinchlow Road and Henderson Road. That crash cleared. So the, you can once again continue through on Old Yates Ford Road. 
over uh, in Tyson's eastbound Dulles Toll Road, the exit ramp, which takes you toward the inner loop of the Beltway, blocked by the overnight work zone. Again, you're under a post detour there as a result. Crystal City, southbound Route 1 as you approach 20th Street South. Again, the work zone blocks a single left lane. Silver Diners ready to play ball after 33 years. Silver Diners now in D.C., across from Nats Park. Silver Diner brings its healthy and its classic menu options to the Navy Yard neighborhood. Eat well. Do well. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team Board looking at some warm temperatures as we make our way through the end of February into early March. First off, your Tuesday, cloud cover early, but then sunshine in the afternoon, going for a high of 62 in the city, cooler to the north and west. On Wednesday, high temperature of 63, plenty of sunshine. And on Thursday, I'm going for a high of 69 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, uh, around the region, we are looking at 40 degrees in Upper Marlboro, 41 Centerville, 42 now having gone up a couple of degrees in our nation's capital, midnight hour. Tuesday morning, February 28th, this check brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Check them out, newlookhomedesign.com. In the minutes ahead. Students saddled with student loans spend the night outside the Supreme Court. I'm Dick Iuliano. Also, the best and worst big cities for first-time home buyers. Where does D.C. rank? I'm Melissa Howell. Federal solutions from Spectrum Enterprise, part of Charter Communications, deliver technology federal agencies need today. Spectrum Enterprise has decades of experience designing and implementing solutions and a nationwide reach with more than 230,000 fiber route miles. Spectrum Enterprise Federal Solutions help to simplify operations and turn the challenges of federal network modernization into opportunities for agencies and for the people they serve. Learn more at enterprise.spectrum.com slash federal. WTOP at 1221. This is WTOP News. A small group of college and university students camped outside the Supreme Court Monday night this week. They hope to get inside the chamber, actually, to witness the historic arguments over canceling student loan debt. At the sprawling Supreme Court Plaza, there was no place for the students to hide from a cold downburst. We didn't prepare on the rain. Um, We didn't prepare on this sleeping arrangement, but we're doing the best we can. Temple University sophomore Kayla McMonigle, already $20,000 in debt, says if the justices uphold the president's student debt cancellation plan, it would be life-changing. My family is low income. I'm living in my own on my own right now, so that would be substantially, substantially really great for me. The justice's ruling is expected in June. Outside the Supreme Court, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Hey, so you're ready to buy your first home, are you? You might want to first look outside the district. When looking at the 50 largest metro areas across the country and what might be most important to first-time home buyers, like culture, jobs, and housing affordability, where did D.C. fall? came out last, which was kind of surprising. Jeff Ostrowski is an analyst with Bankrate, the main reason the district ranks so low. Weak job growth and and long commutes. He said this is compared to bustling job markets in many other metro areas. Places like Austin that were up 9%, uh, Vegas was up 10%. It's not really that D.C.'s job market is shrinking, it's just that comparatively it's not doing as well. As for the top metro area overall for first-time homebuyers, Austin, Texas came in number one. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Good day, son. 
When it comes to where you'd like to take the family for vacation these days, seems more often than not a national park may be part of that plan. The numbers continue to rebound, approaching pre-pandemic levels. Last year, there were 312 million recreational visits, up 15 million compared to 2021. That's still below what they were before COVID-19 in 2018 and 19. The parks and monuments under the National Parks Control getting the most visits, not surprising. Places like the Golden Gate Bridge, the Lincoln Memorial, the Smoky Mountains, and the Grand Canyon. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Virginia State Parks campgrounds will open in the just a few days, we're told, on March 3rd, in fact. Full-service campgrounds with bathhouses are open from the first Friday in March through the first Monday in December. Hungry Mother, Pocahontas, and Shenandoah River State Parks are the exception. They have full-service campgrounds open year-round. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated and it can last a lifetime. Living with a condition can sometimes be a challenge. It may take years to accept a formal diagnosis, and it's not always easy to find the right treatment plan. Did you know that up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental health condition that also requires a comprehensive approach to treatment? ADHD guidelines were recently updated to reflect the need to screen for associated disorders. Be sure to talk with your child's doctor about proper screening and visit moretoadhd.com for additional information. That's moretoadhd.com. This message has been brought to you in partnership with Ada, ACO, and Chad. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. When there's not enough coffee in all of Washington to get you going. You've got John and Michelle. Mornings on WTOP News. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. WTOP Tuesday morning at 1225. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. And Mr. Think Rob- red. Now my turn. Mr. Robert Ford this morning. The Washington Commanders brought to a close the objectively disappointing Carson Wentz era after just one half season in which he had the league's second-worst QBR and fifth-worst passer rating among starting quarterbacks at the cost of two quality draft picks and a $28 million cap hit that prevented the team from upgrading some other key positions. Now, Washington is likely to turn to Sam Howell as their quarterback, but what about Wentz in his first try at free agency? One of two things, Dan Orlovsky says on ESPN's NFL Live. Find a team that has a starter that's a little bit in question, the Miami Dolphins, and maybe go say, I'm going to be the backup. And we know Tua has history with injury. The second thing is, maybe he's done with football. He's been beat up a ton. He's got a ton of injuries. He's made himself a ton of money. Maybe Carson Wentz walks away from the game. Veteran safety Bobby McCain was also released, bringing the total of cap savings to more than $30 million, roughly two weeks before the start of the new league year. In college basketball, Howard's men and women each return to the win column with a victory at South Carolina State. They will close out the regular season at home Thursday against Norfolk State. And Maryland has to like this week's AP Top 25 poll. The women's team rose two spots to number five, and the men's team returned to the rankings at number 21. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob. 
up. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions.